This DFPN episode is brought to you in part by The Plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com and order your plugs today. Enter in code INT15 for a discount. Audio Swim. Go to www.audioswim.com and upload a track for as little as $5. And Premier Element UAE. Go to PremierElement.com and get all of your marketing and managing needs met today. Again, that's www.PremierElement.com. Listen to the new EP, The 40-Year-Old Rapper, Episode 3, produced in its entirety by Timo Music by MRKSX. Available now on all streaming platforms. Tired of these ads yet? If not, cool, keep listening. If you are, though, you got a math free over at the Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com slash podcast. Oh, there's bonus ones on there, too. You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. Yo, what's up? This is J57 of JMO Gang. Hey, yo, man, it's Rusty Jook. This is Albert M. Carter. You're now tuned in to DFPN. This is the Fuck You Want Me podcast. This is the Fuck You Want Me podcast. Mm-hmm. You already know what time it is. Mr. Fuck You Want Me in this thing. One more time. Welcome to the Fuck You Want Me podcast. Brought to you by DFPN, that feeling podcast network. Shouts out to the guys. Um, Of course, shouts out and much appreciation to the sponsors. Get the plugs. Um, Premier Elements. Audio Swim. You know, if you trying to get your music out, get your music heard, Premier Elements, Audio Swim, they got some stuff for you. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them. <clears throat> Appreciate them. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we ain't here doing the usual. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get trying to get situated. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, we're we, we going to bring back a very integral part, you know what I'm saying, that was... You know, a popular aspect of my pie when I first started. And I don't know why I got away from it. Actually, I do. I do. Because I tend to drink the same thing <laughs> for like for a period of time. Like, I'm, I'm the kind of person, if I got like a craving for something, like like I'm on it until I like eat or drink myself sick of it. And then I don't want it for another period of time, right? So I'm like, man, like I can't keep repeating the same drinks. But I do think that it's important. You know, that I give props to, you know what I'm saying, the shit that get me where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? The gas in my tank. You know what I'm saying? Or um, cause you know, you got these electric cars now, so so what? I don't I don't know the the charger to my life. Nigga, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I said what I would do is whatever I'm drinking on, we we're gonna provide it a name or a title that's apropos to the mood I'm in. 
today's vibe, you know what I'm saying? And today's vibe was what I like to call Raspberries Monday, right? And um, of course, you know, I love mis- mixing my, my whiskey with sweet tea, you know what I'm saying? So there's, there, there's variations of that. And tonight we're doing uh, Woodford Reserve with uh, raspberry sweet tea. And, um, yo, shouts to the Woodford Reserve. You know, of course, I mean, I'm still King Crown to the fullest. Crown XO will be my favorite drink until it's all over with. But um, the Woodford Reserve, yo, that shit, it's like everything you want your brown to be without having to pay the price the next morning. It's I don't know how they did it, what they did, but that shit just do not lay on you. <laughs> Like how, you know, regular Crown, sometimes Crown XO, you know, Makers, you know, Bullet even. I mean, all these other bourbons and whiskeys or whatever, um, they just be hectic the next day if you overdid it. You know what I'm saying? And Woodford, Woodford don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Which which makes it perfect for having to drink that shit um, on the night when I got to go punch somebody clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hmm. So yeah, try that shit out. Try, try that shit out on the Tuesday. See how I do you. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So raspberries Monday is the is, is the drink of the of the night. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it won't be Monday whenever you hear this, but it's Monday today. goddammit. it. That's what we drink. All right. So anyways, you probably know. You know what this is about. Obviously, you know the big news is LeBron and the Lakers, or the Lakers. Featuring Anthony Davis and LeBron, let's let's get it correct. Um, have won their title. I think it's the Lakers' seventeenth championship. I think it's, it's LeBron's fourth. Uh, on like his ninth Finals appearance, which is insane. Um. So yeah, and this is about that. But I think you can also tell by the title that we're gonna get into some more other shit. And so there will be a rant. <laughs> later in today's show um because i know me too well to that i know when i get to the point i'm i'm going you know i'm gonna go a little bit harder than i'm i'm probably wanting to go right now so there is that so in any event right now we're gonna hit you know the current event topic of the day the lakers win a title um a lot of people are trying to diminish this championship in the bubble um I mean, and, and, and if you look into to see what a hater look or sound like, look no further than Scottie Pippen talking about how the bubble ain't real basketball. It's a pickup game. Um, this nigga, bro, like the more he talk, the more I understand why his stupid ass signed that first contract. <laughs> OK, the more he talk. And listen, I'm being funny. I'm trying to be bogus. Like, actually, I really do understand because of his family situation with his dad and his brother that was both, uh, you know, they couldn't, they weren't mobile. I think they was both in wheelchairs. So, on the, like, that's really a thing. I, I get it. He wanted to make sure his family was straight and he completely got devalued. That That's true. <laughs> now to the jokes. Nigga, you sound stupid. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, it's a whole lot of hating in that. You know what I'm saying? Talking about ain't no crowd no home court advantage um you know the travel and 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 all this other shit and and listen i i understand that those things do impact um one's ability to play the game and to perform and and so 
you know, the, the players that are able to perform, you know, either night in, night out or call upon their skills on demand um, under those conditions is very much something that should be celebrated and, and demonstrates greatness. I thoroughly agree. OK. But we finna talk about this. Hold on. So only thing about these pins, yo. You gotta like pull, gotta wait for the shit. You gotta wait for the shit to get warm. But I can't do regular weed. That shit don't agree. But yeah, so uh, I lost it. But <coughs> I got it back. Scotty Pippen hating ass, right? <laughs> so I know, right, you have all of those things. But listen to me. In the bubble, like, this may be the most valid championship ever, right? I think an argument can be made that it might very well be because those things aren't at play. Because there is no travel, right? You're in the same spot the whole, not only the whole series, the whole playoffs, right? Um, there is no home court advantage, um, it, it, it is really about your skills, right? And, and and a lot of people pointed out, I think like Pippen tried to point out, you know, that a lot of players perform better than they would have under regular circumstances. And okay, but I think that exactly, which, so wouldn't that raise the level of difficulty to win the game, right? You're talking about how Rondo can't shoot and he wouldn't have been shooting that well if it was a regular um like a regular playoff series under normal circumstances. So then, right. So since the all the players are performing better than they would have, don't, don't that make the games more compelling, my nigga? Right? If 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 everybody is is raised up another 10% or more, depending on their skill set and talent level and work ethic, i.e., look at <laughs> Jimmy Butler, um it 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 like you actually making my case, Pip. You know what I'm saying? You make you making my case, bro. Um, this because this, this is about basketball, right? Ain't no distractions. You're away from your family. It's yes, it's emotionally stressful and all that. But listen, bro, you are going to the court, same spot. You sleeping in the same bed. Listen, like this. This might have been the realest. Like you know what I'm saying? You see, I mean, fucking Denver won three straight playoff series being down three, one, and then winning running off three in a row. And it's like with the Clippers been, been a better matchup for the Lakers. I mean, you could speculate, but you can't overlook how they looked against the nuggets. <laughs> like the nuggets beat them three times in a row. This is with Kawhi Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Like on a, on, on as even a playing field as you could get. Right, Kawhi Leonard is supposed to be such th- th- this next level superstar, and and I'm not saying that he's not. I'm saying I don't like the coronation might have been too soon. You know what I'm saying on this guy, um, because he couldn't win a game out of the last three. So, does that not demonstrate that the, the Denver Nuggets are actually the better team? And so I, I would look at that and say they're based on how everything played out, had the Clippers pulled out a game, right, in one of those last three to end up playing the Lakers, the best they would have did is a gentleman sweep. 
4-1, it's the best they would have did. They fuck around and got swept by them Lakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And don't give me that shit rising to the challenge because they had three games to rise to the challenge of the Nuggets, the challenge of the Nuggets. And I think we all going to agree that the Nuggets are not as good as the Lakers simply based on the fact that their two stars are not as good as the Lakers two stars, which again was demonstrated in that series. So nah, the Clippers would have got drugged. It'd have been bad. It'd have been bad. And so I think, and that kind of seeing that play out, right? Because I don't know Denver wins all of those games that they had to travel to Utah or they had to travel to, um, uh, the Clippers. Um, who else they do it to? Or did they just do it the two times? Anyway, you get the point that I'm making. Okay, you get the point that I'm making. I want to say they did it all three because I feel like Utah was their first round matchup. So they would have, yeah. But I don't know. In, in any event, you understand what I'm saying. Um, So I think, so that said, then LeBron James winning his fourth in this fashion under these circumstances I think is even more demonstrative of, of his level of greatness. Then you add to that the off the court stuff where like, of course we're aware of like the school we're aware of like his, his philanthropy, his contribution to like social justice situations, um, his own charities and foundations, including the more than a vote whole move. And, that, and that's going on right now. Like, to get people to vote right now. You know what I'm saying? And listen, I have my own feelings about voting, not voting, or whatever. I'm not even addressing that. I'm just saying that's a cause that he believe in and is pushing right now. So he was pushing that shit even while in the bubble, right? Typically, LeBron James, they say, go on, like, a social media hiatus or, you know, blackout during the playoffs so he could focus. But he stayed active because of the times that we're living in. And still, still won... A fucking title you know what i'm saying and, and and did it an excellent job i mean i don't think that miami choked i don't think that miami was a lesser version of themselves in this series i think the lakers are that good and the lakers are that good because of lebron james and anthony davis make no mistake without anthony davis the lakers don't win but without lebron the lakers don't win either you know what i'm saying and then, of course, like, shit, having role players like Rondo. Playoff Rondo, a real thing. Miss me with playoff P. You know what I'm saying? Paul George, get this nigga out of here, bro. Send that nigga back to Indiana, bro. He left his game there. Okay? <laughs> he left his game there. I don't want his shit about how good he played with the Thunder because the Thunder ain't do a fucking thing. Okay? That nigga actually accomplished more with Indiana. You know what I'm saying? And and, and got to the Clippers and wet the bed, nigga. Swimming. <laughs> <laughs> in any event in any event man like shouts out to the lakers and then i mean i think okay so like everybody agrees there is no conversation in terms of the goal as far as like off the court right like lebron has jordan beat by a country mile in which case though i think an argument could be made that lebron james doesn't even have the platform that he has without what Jordan was able to accomplish in terms of like endorsements and stuff like that. 
okay, and and I understand that Jordan Jordan demonstrated that a platform existed and then maxed out that platform that provided a blueprint for all of the players that came after him. And then of course LeBron took that shit to another level. Um and and yes, it's true. Like you you're gonna jump higher jumping off the shoulders of a giant than you would jumping off the ground. Like that's a fact. I I, I get it. But still <laughs> that nigga that nigga jump is crazy. Okay. Um and 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 him doing that, especially again in these times where the shit spills over into the court, right? In terms of like the the um the Black Lives Matter on the the court floor, the the social justice messages that the players had on their jerseys. Um, so all of these things, it's like it's it's become a part of the game. But LeBron James was active with this kind of shit even before it got to this point. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so there has to be something said about that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, for black people, it, whether it's fair or not, um, successful black people have a responsibility to be. Um, I, I don't like politically, but just so that you understand what I'm saying, they need to be politically aware and active. I, w- I would like to maybe replace politically to socially because I don't like politics. That's, that's not, I don't like that shit. Um, so socially aware and active. Um, and 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 it's not fair, but it's necessary. It's it, it's necessary until such time the society changes. So that's just what it is. And I thoroughly admire him for what he's accomplished. Like I would have based on that and his performance in in the in in the in the field that he's in, and then the successes that he's had um, with other business ventures off the field, and 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 the friends around him. Um, and the success that they've had and how he he doesn't have any like crazy scandals or like I'm sure he's not perfect. Right. But he ain't he he he's by all accounts. He is a, a excellent father, a, a, a excellent husband, a shining example of being successful um, and knowing how to kind of carry that and not, you know, fucking get lost, you know, on doing stupid shit like so many other people do something got to be said for that and it count and it make him he got to be like one of my top three favorite athletes of all time and i don't know who i would put in number one above him i just don't want to say he number he number one right now i might be hate a little bit he might be number one if i really think about it and be honest with myself but in any event he's definitely in the top three i don't see how he couldn't be um and he still he looked like he could keep doing it that's the other thing bro like he looked like he could keep doing it they gonna be in the playoffs next year. They gonna give it a run. Like, well, one, if LeBron on your team, it's a fact that you're going to the playoffs. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, um, shit. Once you win that bitch, anything could happen. Um, but you got Anthony Davis. I imagine that they're gonna strengthen the team. But you, you I mean, you keep Rondo. Like, come on, you, like, you, like, like, when it's time to turn it on, he gonna turn it on. Listen, they gonna be there. So he gonna have at least another two or three opportunities to win and he gonna look good doing it. i mean he in his 17th year like he came he came out of high school so he playing more um professional basketball than even jordan right and is is maintaining his peak just longer you know what i'm saying is is, is the point that i'm making 
I don't know what, what you say to that. Like, good luck. <laughs> and I'm happy to witness his greatness, man. Shout out to LeBron. Shout out to the, to the man that LeBron is. Shout out to the player that he is. I respect that dude. I respect that dude. And I, and I respect how he has represented um, black masculinity with such grace. You know what I'm saying? Like... Shouts to that nigga, bro. Like, all y'all niggas that's hating on him, you hating on him. Like, now's out of 10, if you hating on LeBron, you short, light-skinned, and can't hoop for shit. <laughs> In any event. So, again, Lakers win. I got I got nothing but love for it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching um, bubble basketball and the bubble playoffs was just excellent excellent it reminds me of like i think the last time i enjoyed the playoffs this much was probably um when the bulls like the derrick rose era um with you know jakeem noah and and ben gordon we was having those classic games with the boston celtics at the time we couldn't quite get over the hump but just crazy games double overtime triple overtime like that was probably the last time i enjoyed a playoff um, and I was, of course, invested. Like, I didn't have any, I didn't have a horse in this race, but man, that shit was compelling to watch, man. And shouts to Donovan Mitchell and Jamal fucking Murray and Jokic, bro. Like, man, that, that shit was theater. You know what I'm saying? And Miami, too. Like, just like their underdog dominance was crazy. You know what I mean? And then shout out to LeBron for, you know, um, being. A hammer in a world full of nails. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Salute. Cups in the air. We're going to toast to him. We're going to take a second. Whoever you with, smoke one with a nigga. Roll up. You know, whatever. Get in your twist. Because this rant about to happen, okay? (laughs) Yeah, this shit about to happen. Because I'm low-key mad. I'm a little bit upset. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little upset. These niggas on that bullshit. So, Adam Silver came out um, a little bit ago and said that the, you know, the social justice messages, specifically like the Black Lives Matter that you see emblazoned on the court floor, um, those will be it's, I think he he said it's it's likely it's highly likely that they won't be there next year, and the same is probably true for the players' jersey. I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know if they're still going to be doing the messages. I imagine that they won't. Um, and and for the most part, I didn't really have an issue with this until he mentioned, you know, it's kind of like trying to explain it. He mentioned, you know, that people who, quote unquote, don't want politics with their sports. Right. And so, so and I've heard this for as long as I've been into sports. Right. That people don't want their politics with their sports. And so it's been a lot of political shit that was going on that people didn't want to hear about or whatever. And and so it's cool. You know, if that's how you feel overall, then cool, except for. Um, there's a whole lot of polis- p- political messaging and social messaging that don't have nothing to do with sports that are present in sports. And so to say that the reason or at least one of the reasons that you're going to take the Black Lives Matter uh, 
statement off the floor because you have this fan base that don't want quote unquote politics with their sports. Like that's the issue, right? Because um, and this came up when I think it was open tonight for the NFL. Kansas City played the Houston Texans and they had like a moment where they like stood in solidarity in honor of like the Black Lives Matter stance. Um, and I think they even did like a moment of silence, I think, um, for like the people that were killed by police brutality or something like that. But during this moment of silence, these raggedy motherfucking fans booed, booed these same fans and, and, um, uh, Ryan Clark brought this up when they discussed it on first take, I think the following day, how, um, like in the NFL, right. They have, you know, cancer awareness month, breast cancer awareness month. Where players rock like pink on their cleats, pink towels, like the, these pink accents. I think they even have like the ribbon. You know what I'm saying? Um, no complaints. No complaints. I don't hear nobody saying I don't want to see that pink shit on on my favorite player when you know when I'm watching the game. Like I don't want to think about cancer. Like that shit is sad. I want to enjoy my sports. I want to get away, right? Because these are the these are the the statements that they say when they talk about how they want sports to be so separate. But you you accept it for that because you don't want to be a dick, right? And be just like dissing breast cancer, right? You don't want to be that asshole. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You got like I think green for like mental health, um, and there's like 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 a month that's that that's or like just like a uh, I think there's a week right now, but I think it's becoming a month long thing. I think in the NFL as well. I know um, the wide receiver. Um, Brian Marshall, Byron Marshall. Oh, I'm saying his name wrong. It is Marshall, though. But uh, he had mental health issues and he wanted to bring light to it. So he was a really big proponent of, you know, um, having such demonstration within the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Um, And there are other issues, you know what I'm saying, Um, that the NFL um, is philanthropic about, that they donate to charities, that they give... um, they use their platform to bring awareness to these issues, right? Right? Breast cancer, cancer, um, mental health issues, um, learning disabilities like autism, you know what I'm saying? Like like all of these different things, they use their platform, their visibility to bring awareness to these things. But now, motherfucker, <laughs> now you bitch ass nigga. Oh, oh, oh. You don't want to hear about that Black Lives Matter shit, huh? You don't want to hear about black people getting shot down in the streets. Mm-mm. You want to say stupid shit like, stop resisting the rest and stop running. You don't want to hear about social oppression, you know what I'm saying? You don't even want to hear about it. You don't want to hear about unfair search and seizures. You don't want to hear about profiling. Oh, but you got some shit to say. When a business get a window knocked out, you want to bitch him on in. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the level of hypocrisy and disdain for the quality of black life demonstrates why the concept of Black Lives Matter needs to exist. Now, I'm not endorsing the actual Black Lives Matter um, 
I don't even know what they are organization, I guess. I don't know enough about them. And I've heard, you know, both good and bad things. I haven't done a ton of research on them. You know, if they're doing it for the cause and they're really for the cause, then, of course, all support to them. Um, I just don't know enough to rock to say I'm with that. But I am absolutely with the fucking concept. Black lives goddamn do matter. And I don't give a fuck if you don't like the organization itself, nigga. The phrase is still poignant and it still needs to be recognized. And the fact that you have an issue with seeing it on the floor of a basketball game where it does not interfere with the game whatsoever demonstrates why that shit needs to be emblazoned on the streets. <laughs> like, you stupid motherfucker. Why is that not clear to you? The fact that you have an issue with seeing it is why it needs to be there. Like, y'all motherfuckers is insane. The people that are, that are in the... I think the game was in Kansas City. Like, the people that are in the stands booing when the demonstration is about solidarity and support and giving a fuck about another human being's life and you booed you clap about cancer awareness you clap about um learning disabilities you clap about war veterans you clap about the, the, the disabled but when it comes to black life you're gonna boo that shit now you want to scream and holler, I don't want politics with my sports. All that other shit, the fucking veterans, they ain't got nothing to do with football, right? But NFL chooses to show support for the veterans, right? And and make, you know, civilians aware of the issues that veterans deal with, right? Which is a great thing. And you don't have a problem with that. You understand it's a good thing. You understand why it needs to be done because of the history of this country of how they mistreat their veterans, right? We, we're aware of this. So you you like, you know what? It's cool. But when it comes to this Black Lives Matter shit, the shit irks you so much so you can't even find or understand why it's necessary like you do with the veterans because it's the exact same truth. The way this country has treated this group of people over the years throughout history has been horrible and so it's important that we raise awareness about what this group of people is going through and have been going through so that they can get support and that the the, the society at large the public at large is is engaged with the concept of progressing this particular group but you can now that's true for like the veterans and like the disabled veterans right that's true for them just like it's true for people that are suffering from cancer, just like it's true for people in the black community who have dealt with the shit <laughs> of just being black. Now, remember, think about this. You got veterans that like take, take disabled veterans. So these are people who of their own free will um, signed up to the military and um, in honor of, the, of, of a country that they believe in sacrifice life and limb. Right. Of their own free will. You have cancer, which is just a disease like that a person gets. It's not it has nothing to do with deserve, don't deserve right or wrong. It's just something that happens to people and we need to find a fix for it. And the government needs to really. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not even going to go. To, I'm not going to go conspiracy theory on you. Right. Then we get to black people who 
ain't did nothing like made no free will choice like the disabled veteran and kind of fall in the in the category of cancer only in that it has nothing to do with right or wrong good or bad because you can't pick to be black right but the other thing is that being black isn't a disease like it's not it's not me being black that's killing me it's your unfounded fear of my blackness that's killing me right or or your inferiority complex to my blackness that's killing me it's not my blackness that's killing me and yet to bring light to this for for platforms such as the nba such as the nfl for them to even suggest that we need to look at how this group of people have been treated and just improve and you are not only are you so mad that you don't support it and you don't say nothing no you go all the way the other way and jump out the window you want to boot the shit you want to diss the shit you want to post about it you want to diss like like y'all motherfuckers are raggedy nigga raggedy raggedy ann is mad you in the same title you know what i'm saying like that shit is I mean, bro, we talking about people. We talking about people. Like you 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 are absolutely willing to take all of the cancer political information with your sport. But a group of people going through what black people go through in this country and you don't want his shit about that, you'll fuck that shit. And then you want but you want me to give a fuck about your business though. <laughs> you want me to spend my money with your business though. Keep your ass rich, huh? Y'all motherfuckers ain't shit, bro. I swear to God, y'all motherfuckers ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I told y'all I was gonna rant. God damn. But you motherfuckers is whack. And I just so I didn't have a problem with the NBA deciding that, you know, they were gonna forego the social justice messages being emblazoned. I was cool, but they ain't stopped there. When he added People making these comments about not wanting they po- not, not wanting politics with their sport. I'm just I'm I'm screaming foul. I'm saying you fucking hypocrites because it's a whole lot of shit that get included that ain't got nothing to do with the fucking sport, and that the NBA is promoting because all the, because you have so many eyes on it, it makes sense to promote the shit that you support or are into, and and y'all got no problem with that shit until it come to black people. And, and mind you, even for you people who be like, well, shit, I didn't want breast, ca- breast cancer awareness month in the NFL. You might not have wanted it, but you weren't throwing this much of a fit. You weren't crying about it. You just shut the fuck up and took it. But this shit got you so amped. Like, not only can you not shut the fuck up, but now you want to talk out about it and diss it and act like it ain't worth being raised to that level of vis- that, that level of visibility. Because you, cause you just a bitch. That's what it is. You just a bitch, yo. I hate y'all, motherfuckers. I swear to God, I do, man. I do. I hate y'all. I hate. I hate you. I hate you as much as you hate me. You know what I'm saying? Feeling this fucking mutual. God damn it. All right, I'm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> rant segment is over. <laughs> that felt good to get out, though. That felt good to get out. So yeah. Anyways. Again, shout out to my Raspberries Monday. Mm-hmm. Shout out to DFPN. 
As always, Mr. Fuck You on Me. If you rock with that shit, I appreciate you. And if you don't, well, fuck you on me. 